You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. You're listening to Father Randall Kiesel broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota, and near Rochester, Minnesota. We're glad to have you here with us here this morning. And we have uh, a few more guests coming up here this morning, and I encourage you to stay with us. Uh, one guest we'll have will be Sister Gianna Heinemann. Uh, she is a Carmelite sister from Los Angeles, and we'll be having her on with us here shortly uh, once we have her connected. And we had a few guests already. We had, well, one guest, Dr. Not Dr. Stephen Ray, who was with us uh, to advertise our Real Presence Radio. Uh, fundraiser coming up here in Rochester, Tuesday, December 6, 2020. It'll be held at the Rochester International Event Center, and you're invited to come and to hear Steve Ray, uh, who will be the keynote speaker, talk about uh, being an evangelizer in the Catholic faith, being certain of our faith, being inspired by our faith. Uh, if you're interested in coming, please go to the Real Presence Radio website. You can find that at realpresenceradio.com realpresenceradio.com or you can call 877-795-0122 877-795-0122 or you can email uh, at jessica j-e-s-s-i-c-a at realpresenceradio.com for more information and so I encourage you to, to think about coming and to come out to support Real Presence Radio. Our Catholic Radio Presence Online is a great blessing. It's a great way to spread our Catholic faith and to evangelize uh, peoples through the airwaves. So it's a great thing. And so we'll be coming up with our next guest here shortly. And we welcome you, Sister Gianna. Are you with us here on the other end? Yes, I'm here. All right. Great, Sister. And I understand your mom... Your mom is giving away a copy of your CD to the first two callers who will dial into Real Presence Radio. So the first two callers to dial 877-795-0122 will receive a free CD of the Carmelite Monastery's CD, a musical CD that is coming out. So please mention this when you start talking at Real Presence Radio and call in about the free CD. So thank you to your mom, Sister Gianna. Oh, yes, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah, that is a, a great surprise. So as we begin here, Sister, can you uh, tell us a bit about yourself and about your community? Yes, so I grew up on a farm in South Dakota, and I never really imagined the Lord would um, implant in me a Carmelite vocation, but He did, and lo and behold, in the middle of the biggest metropolitan in uh, the United States. So Los Angeles is where he called me to a beautiful community of Carmelite sisters. We're devoted to the sacred heart of Jesus and uh, very happy to be in the heart of this city, uh, bringing God's light. And we we live a beautiful way of life um, in Carmel. We blend both the con- contemplative tradition of Carmel with active works of service. So um, we serve in healthcare, in retreats, and educating um, in 12 different sites from California to Colorado to Florida. So, 
Wow, it's a beautiful charism. I'll tell you straight up, sister, I know a little bit about the charism. I'm a secular Carmelite myself, a professed uh, discal oh. secular. So I don't claim to be an expert, mm-hmm. but I know a little bit about living it. So I, I'm very grateful for your vocation and for your being with us here today. And one of the things that you are doing is you are, um, uh, uh, you're, we're brought by our Lord to California, as I mentioned. And what, was there a particular way in which you discovered or how, can you tell you a little bit more about how our Lord led you to know that's where you're meant to be? Yes, I was discerning in college, um, rather new to learning about sisters actually, you know, living this religious life. Um, that's a whole other story in itself, but my spiritual director said, oh, the Carmelites, he had known them in Rome, and then also another um, sister about 10 years ahead of me in religious life, she grew up in South Dakota, so I thought, oh, wow, people still do this? They they enter convents? Um, So I got interested, and I met the sisters at a focus conference initially, and I began communicating with them, and they said, come up to California to to visit so I, I made a couple of visits, and then after I graduated college, I moved out here, and the rest is history. Thirteen years later, I'm finally professed, and very happy to be loving our Lord and going where He wishes. Amen. That's a beautiful life story. And in your community, uh, do you have a particular charism, something that uh, your Carmelite community has as a habitual way of being close to our Lord? Yes. So with the life of Carmel um, and our apostolic works and service in the Church, we follow the way of our foundress, Venerable Mother Maria Luisa Josefa, um, and the whole thrust of it, to put it in a couple of words, is promoting a deeper spiritual life among God's people um, through our apostolic work. And uh, one of them, obviously, is kind of this project we're doing with, with music, which is such a tool of evangelization. Um, so I'm yes, sure you have questions about that. Oh, absolutely. Tell us a bit about your CD. I know it's called Adoration from Carmel, and... And it's uh, Eucharistic hymns from the Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles. And tell us about the CD that uh, your convent has made. Yes, and that my mother is so zealously <laughs> promoting. <laughs> promoting. <laughs> well, we hope it's a tool of prayer and to bring people closer to our Lord, especially in the Blessed Sacrament during this National Eucharistic Revival. So uh, kind of the seed... The seeds of this project began when our sisters were at the Napa Institute topic conference that happens annually, and traditionally our sisters sing Eucharistic hymns while we have a Eucharistic procession around the, the resort, which is where the conference is held, and some people from Sophia Press um, heard heard us and, and you know, the... the National Eucharistic Revival was coming up, so they approached us and said, would you make a, make a CD um, centering on the Eucharist? And we were beyond delighted, you know, to um, be a part of a project that would be an offering for this movement that's happening in the American Church. So it was really a very natural progression, um, and 
they asked us to really, you know, we, we sing Eucharistic hymns each and every day. This is part of our uh, way of life. We're at our daily holy hour. So we just, you know, went down our list, our repertoire of, you know, what are the traditional ancient hymns devoted to the Blessed Sacrament? What are some new hymns that we could write um, to be part of the compilation of the CD? So if I understand you right, the so there was an inspiration at the Napa Institute, and then, but this also flowed from your common daily life that you have hymns that you sing and that you offer to our Lord each day. So is was this something that actually came from the heart of your community and it formed into a CD with some inspiration? Yes, yes, because uh, we we sisters are very involved during the day in, in the people that we serve in our apostolic work. So uh, music, it's, it's, so it's not like uh, we were preparing for months for this, for this recording. We, we did it in just two days and wow. um, with a group of 10 sisters. And um, this is really just something flowing from our daily life. Yes, like you said, it's it's our life of prayer and song and music has such a way of, of reaching people. We recorded it in our St. Joseph Chapel, uh, which is a beautiful space. It's a, a beautiful sound, resonance. Um, and so, you know, all the equipment was set up in there and it was a new way for us to record CDs. We have other past CDs that we did in studios, but this was, you know, in our native setting where we're praying. Uh, four hours every day in the chapel. So our, okay. our native environment. Can you tell us a little bit more about the, the pattern of prayer you have? You, you mentioned a, about four hours of prayer, which includes some singing. Can you, can you tell us about that pattern of prayer you have and what sort of things you're doing in the four hours? Yes. So we begin the day um, in song. A sister rings a rising bell and sings a hymn calling us to the chapel. And as soon as we emerge from our sleep, we are joining in song with her down on our knees, carrying ourselves to go to the chapel. We have um, 30 minutes of silent meditation. We pray lauds together and have the Holy Mass. Um, and then midday, we also gather again in the chapel and we pray the examine prayer, Ignatian influence, um, making another visit to the Blessed Sacrament. And then in the evening time before dinner, we have a holy hour with um, another 30 minutes silent meditation, mental prayer, and pray the rosary together and vespers. And then in the evening time, we have recreation together, and then we pray Compline. And one, one beautiful thing about our community that I don't know of any other community that does this, um, we say goodnight to our Lord. And what that means is we all walk up very close to the tabernacle and kneel and we say nine times with our uh, arms outstretched most sacred heart of jesus i place my trust in you um, mm. and so we're saying good night to the, to the lord and also at that time praying for our ecclesiastical superiors the bishops and priests of the church too so that's, that's kind of the flow of our day thank you sister and we're 
going to pause here now for a brief break. Stay with us. This I'm Father Randall Kazel with Real Presence Radio Live, and we have special guest Sister Gianna Heinemann with us talking about their community's new CD. We'll be right back after the break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Have you forgiven those who have hurt you, especially those who abandoned or left you after taking their own life? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus says that you can only be forgiven by God if you forgive others. It is one of the most important things you can ever do. For if you don't, you are jeopardizing your own salvation. When you refuse to forgive someone, you are not hurting them. You are only hurting yourself. Forgiveness is a critical part of the healing process, which includes forgiving yourself. Also, forgiveness may not be nearly as difficult as you think. So join us and learn how to forgive, and God can fully forgive you through His love and mercy. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. I grew up in a a very uh, faith-filled home. It wasn't Catholic, but very faith-filled. And uh, But when I got to college, I had a lot of questions, asked a lot of questions, didn't really get answers, and, and would say I became more of a agnostic. Um, you know, as I then uh, moved out to Seattle, I was really, really searching. And um, But then, you know, all through my life, everything was always compared to the Catholic Church. It was it was everything and the Catholic Church. And, and so I just really felt the need to... Um, to look into that, and I had a catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, so I, you know, that was a great resource, and and spent a lot of time reading through that. So yeah, asked a lot of questions, um, had a lot of questions about the church as an authority, especially, and and being able to rely on that um, truth. How can we know truth? Where is the truth? You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. This is Father Randall Kazel broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Happy to have you here with us. And we're blessed to have Sister Gianna Heinemann. Sister, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me, Father. Great. And thank you for sharing with us about your new CD uh, called Adoration from Carmel. And just before break, you're sharing with us the the marvelous pattern of prayer that you had. And I'm just inspired to ask this question. So if there is a, uh, a young woman out there listening like like you might have been in South Dakota or maybe in Minnesota or North Dakota or any of our listing area, uh, and they're interested in your order, what what could they do? Well, you can get on the Internet and uh, Google Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles and get onto our website or um, social media and just get connected with us. And we love to put out... Um, in that virtual realm, you know, spiritual nourishment 
Food for the Soul, our vocation team of sisters love to talk with you and just dialogue. I know I'm just so grateful in my discernment journey to just speak with any sister, period. So our sisters are absolutely available to you. Um, We have a a whole convent dedicated to St. Joseph for vocation work and to accompany young women. So just um, reach out that way and we'd love to get connected. Thank you, sister. And well, before break, one of the inspiring things is, I think your last point, how you end the evening uh, saying um, good night to our Lord. And three times, I believe you said, Jesus, I place all my trust in you. Is that right? How you say the prayer with your arms extended as a cross? Yes, we say, sacred heart of Jesus, I place I, my trust in you. It's beautiful. Uh, because, you know, we know in the Blessed Sacrament, that's, that is his heart uh, beating with love for us, um, which, you know, is so so important in our Catholic faith and especially in our, our Carmelite charism, being so devoted to the most sacred heart. Amen. And that, that is a wonderful lesson for all of our listeners, for all of us. I, I like to do something similar. I wake up in the morning, I say, good morning, Jesus. Thank you for this day. And, and you begin the morning with the, the song, uh, lifting your heart in prayer, the first action of your day, uh, joining the sister in prayer. And then your last act of the day that you go to Jesus and place your trust in him. And that is a beautiful way to give glory to God, to worship God, to look at him, to pray with him in, in that gaze of trust in his goodness. It, it reminds all of us, these are, these are methods of prayer that we want to foster in our homes and our families and our own personal spiritual lives that that our lord is the beginning and end of all things and how beautiful it is if he is the beginning and the end of each and every day for each one of us how how many graces that our lord wills in his compassion to give us and so sister it also sounds like your community mm-hmm. is rightly uh, centered upon the holy eucharist and and can you tell us a little bit about what that means to you and how that uh, happens in your community that Jesus in the Eucharist is the center of your your life and your charism, your your whole vocation. Yes, well, uh, and going back to the the comment I made, just our great joy when you are asked to do this, CD, because um, much of our devotion to Him is through song. Uh, you know, the Holy Mass, singing each and every day, even if it's just a daily Mass, we're always um, praising Him, and um, during adoration, we always have a holy hour uh, every day with the Lord exposed. So um, our life is really characterized by that deep love for Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, Mm -hmm. and we need to rekindle that, rekindle that zeal um, in our own hearts first, of course, as sisters, because that's what's going to you know, transform the world and set the example for for everyone. Um, and that's what we hope with this CD, you know, that it, it leads people um, to encounter him. Because uh, music has a way of... Um, somebody told me recently that it's the only art that gets inside of you. It gets around defenses um, or walls, and it really touches people. So um, I think that that what I'm highlighting now is that um, song and uh, to the Lord and the Blessed Sacrament, it comes from a place of love. And so that's why we're so happy to to sing to him and have people have a way to step inside of our chapel um, and, and 
you know, be kneeling there before the Lord, singing with us to Him, our great love for Him. Thank you, sister. And I want to pause for a second to promote the CD, because I, I don't think we've mentioned this just yet. Uh, how to obtain the CD, if you'd like to, is to go to www.sophiainstitute. That's S-O-P-H-I-E-I-A-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E, sophiainstitute.com. And there you can search for Adoration from Carmel and the CD from the, the Eucharistic Hymns of the Carmelite Sisters of the Most Hol- most Sacred Heart of Sacred Heart of Los Angeles. And you'll find that CD there very easily. Uh, it's called Adoration from Carmel. Again, at sophiainstitute.com. Uh, so, Sister, can you tell us a little bit more about this CD? Perhaps what your favorite uh, Eucharistic hymn or a few of your favorites on the CD? Oh, yes. We are traditionally known in our past CD projects for having a, a wide range of styles of music. So, um, we had that in mind when we were making the list, you know, a nice balance of old ancient hymns, um, chants, some contemporary sounds, English, Latin. Um, we had the joy of having like a seven-piece orchestra play on some of the songs, which is just gorgeous. Um, and then much much of the CD also has is a cappella, a cappella hymns. Um, so... I think uh, people are asking me what are what is your favorite one? I I think that I really love how the song Domine Non Sum Dignus um, came out, and that's the Latin phrase which means "Oh Lord, I am not worthy." Yes, and that comes from uh, people know that it's a pretty common hymn um, to the Blessed Sacrament, based on the words that we say right before receiving Him in Mass. Um, or that the centurion said, Oh Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the words, and my soul shall be healed. So I, I love how that one turned out. We took we took the words um, and created new melody and added the, the Latin phrase in there. So I, I think that's why I love it, because it's, it's kind of a contemporary sound, but it's introducing people to... Uh, the richness and sacredness of Latin. So I kind of uh, wrote the song with English and Latin intermixed mm-hmm. there. And so did I, did I hear that right? You, did you write the song yourself? I did, yes. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. And that, do you have other hymns that you contributed to the CD as well? Yes, I, I found another old Latin text um, it's kind of like a short aspiration um, talking about Hail Jesus and the Most Blessed Sacrament. Um, we adore you, Bread of Life. It was just a short little text, and I um, arranged that into a, a four-part a cappella piece. And I, I love it because anytime I do write music, I'm always thinking about our sisters and what will what they will sing well and what what they will just really delight in singing. So I often will write something and kind of work it out with the sisters and see how they, they like to do it so that we create a unity of, of spirit and song. Um, and we wrote some other, I, I co-wrote another song called Be Still. Um, that's a great one to listen when you're just silently before him in adoration. 
um, it has an element of healing in it, uh, which is absolutely what's happening when we're, whenever we're before the Lord in the Eucharist, in adoration or at Mass. Um, so, and then the, the tried and true ones, like Panis Angelicum, mm-hmm. Thy so beautiful soul of my Savior, let all mortal flesh keep silence. They're all beautiful. And again, any of the listeners out there, if you're interested in obtaining this CD, you can go to uh, www.sophiainstitute.com and search for Adoration from Carmel, Eucharistic Hymns from the Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles. And you can find that CD and support our sisters uh, and the Carmelite mission they have. Uh, Sister, one thing that strikes me is you're describing uh, not only the hymn that you wrote, but also the other hymns, and you thought of the, the other sisters around you. Uh, it seems to me, as I listen to you, that these hymns are an expression and an act of prayer for you. And would you say that was the same thing when you recorded them? Uh, that this this was not only a recording, but this was uh, a share of all your hearts of sisters singing and, and praying these uh, chants and songs. Yes, yes definitely. If, if it was a, a new a new piece that we were writing, um, it was. I, I can tell you that every inspiration for a new song on the CD came in prayer before the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. So that's always a confirmation to me that it's something that He wishes to be sung over His people. Yes. Um, and then also, I think we sisters were just so comfortable uh, singing singing together because we work, we work very hard on communion. Um, there's a lot of Vatican II documents speaking about religious being architects of communion, experts in communion. So that's what Holy Communion is getting at. You know, that's why um, we always express sorrow for our sins, because we, we know it prevents, it breaks, it ruptures communion um, between not only God, but uh, one another. So um, we sisters work very hard on that and find that so important. To be true in really singing, to singing from a place of communion with God and with each other. Amen. And and just to connect that thread for our listeners, this is a beautiful way to participate in the the fruit of the prayer of you sisters, that the, the people can be with you in prayer by uniting the hearts mm-hmm. together at the particular moment you might sing uh, or hear those those songs. Sister, it's been a blessing to have you on. We're running out of time here in this segment. And any last word of encouragement? Uh, just a few seconds. Oh, I would say just be not afraid of um, sitting silently and still before Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, and He will just he'll transform you and everything that you desire to be transformed. Amen. Thank you, Sister Gianna Heinemann from the uh, Carmelite Sisters of the Most Sacred Heart of Los Angeles. They have a beautiful CD on Eucharistic hymns called Adoration from Carmel. You can find that at www.sophiainstitute.com. Stay with us. Father Chris Alar from the Marians Immaculate Conception will be with us on our last segment. We'll come right back after this break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 